Welcome back. And this is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our Survived story in college, and we're moving on to bring you guys more. Through many different topics. And this week is... Spooky Week. Spooky Week. It's Survived a Ghost. Part 2. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I feel like that would that went better in my head, but... <clears throat> so, if you're new here, or just joining our podcast, I think we might be doing this once a month, and we do an episode called Survived a Ghost, where we talk about something a little bit more on the haunted side, talk about haunted places, and we share some spooky stories. Um, in our last installment of Survived a Ghost, we touched on some haunted bodies of water. And this week, we will be diving into some haunted hotels. Yes. Have you ever stayed in a haunted hotel, Lexi? I have not. Have you? Yes. And that's the hotel I'll be talking about today. So, for a little overview of this episode, <laughs> funny thing, we both picked hotels that are in the same city and I very close to each other in the same city as well. I'll be talking about the Congress Plaza Hotel, which I'm a fan of, and Lexi is talking about the Drake Hotel, Yep, which sounds like super fancy. The plaza sounds very fancy, too. I was like, ooh, plaza. Sounds like a fancy word. Have you ever stayed in Chicago at all? Yeah. Um, I have a couple of times. We used to, in high school, we used to drive down to Harvard and get on the train at Harvard and go into Illinois, uh, go into Chicago by taking the train. Oh, Nice. Yeah, we were close enough where, like, the drive to Harvard was only, like, 30, 40 minutes, and, like, the train ride was about an hour, so, like, it wasn't, it was just a lot easier to take a train, to going into Chicago. Yeah. I've been in Chicago multiple times, and I've stayed at multiple different places, but I am going to jump into... One of the most haunted hotels located in Chicago, Illinois. And that is, like we said, the Congress Plaza Hotel. So, the Congress Plaza Hotel is located on Michigan Ave, right on that main strip. I think it's right across the street from the Grant Park and that fountain that everyone knows The hotel was built in 1893 and holds many stories. 1893, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that was. And fun fact about the Congress Plaza Hotel, it's, like, nickname It is called Home of the Presidents, since there have been so many presidents and other famous people that have stayed at this hotel. A couple of them, I think I remember... 
I'm trying to think back into my memories of what I saw, which presidents. I know Teddy Roosevelt stayed there. And when I visited the Congress Plaza Hotel myself, there is a statue of him, I believe, in the lobby, which is really interesting. Hmm. Okay. The Congress Plaza Hotel has 871 rooms and 14 floors. Rumor has it that there is a secret 15th floor that is closed off. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yes. I would love to keep going exploring in this hotel. <laughs> that would that would be fun to kind of push the limits if we ever went to that hotel. Mm-hmm. It has two ballrooms, one named the Gold Room and the other named the Florentine Room. And another thing about this hotel is there is two towers. So when it was first built, it was just that single tower. And then the, which is now the North Tower, I believe. The South Tower was built between 1902 and 1907. The Congress Plaza used to be named the Auditorium Annex, but was renamed to the Congress Plaza Hotel in 1911. And it is reported to be the most haunted place in the state of the Illinois. Interesting. That's actually pretty cool that it's right downtown Chicago, too. And it's mm-hmm. one of the most, it's, uh, most haunted in the state. You would think that having so much traffic walking by it and people staying there all the time because it you know it's right next to all the main tourist attractions that you can visit in Chicago that it wouldn't be the most haunted place but it has very very many reports of it being haunted so now that just I gave you guys a little background on the history of it there is so much more history to this hotel and it is I could talk about it forever it's so interesting to deep deep dive I was gonna say dig dive but that's not a word (laughs) to deep dive into it but I'm gonna move on to some of the spooky ghost sightings that you might run into if you happen to stay at the congress so first there is the shadow man and the story behind the shadow man is Captain Louis Ostham I believe is how you pronounce the last name, was staying at the hotel the night before his wedding. He had served in the first United States artillery during the Spanish-American War. So, a long time ago. As a veteran, he suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder. This came from night terrors, among with other symptoms he had. And that night before his wedding, he awoke from a particularly brutal episode, and in his daze, he reached for his gun. Putting the barrel to his head, he pulled the trigger. Ever since, his spirit has been seen in many areas of the hotel. He appears as a shadowy figure that glides through the halls, often following guests and staff. It's speculated that Captain Lou may still be searching for the woman he planned to marry. Interesting. Wow. I guess that must be really, I don't know how I would want to spend my afterlife searching for the woman. Mm -hmm. Like, 
That has to be a terrible cycle to be stuck in. Poor yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. A story that I've seen of people when they write the review about this hotel. Also, look up the reviews because people will talk about the ghost sightings they see. But one review of a ghost sighting was, I believe, about the shadow man. It was a celebrity, too, that stayed at the Congress Plaza Hotel and said they kept seeing a shadow figure in their closet and the and behind their curtains. Their curtains would move. And they were so scared, they checked out. They did not sleep there. And they went a couple hotels down and checked into a whole different hotel. Interesting. Hmm. And, but it didn't name which celebrity it was, but... Oh, nerds. Mm-hmm. I hate when they, like, don't explain the names of these people sometimes when we research just by researching um yeah so i'd like to know like who who saw the ghost (laughs) yeah kiss and tell please (laughs) all righty so another one is the ghost of al capone so we all know the name al capone and when he was living he set up his headquarters at the congress plaza And there's not very many sightings or reportings of him, but his ghost tends to roam just specifically around the area of the eighth floor by his old suite that he used to stay in. Which is true, I believe, because when I visited this hotel, I did look up all the stuff beforehand and I went to the eighth floor and there is a suite up there. I didn't see Al Capone's ghost, but it is up there for sure. That's sweet. That's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the next ghost. I think this one's my favorite just because this ghost sounds just kind of funny and sweet. But his name is Peg Leg Johnny. <laughs> Pegleg Johnny is said to be the ghost of a retired judge and that used to live at the Congress. And when he was alive, he had a peg leg and he loved playing pranks on people. He died of a heart attack while he was eating breakfast at the hotel. And this kind of ghost just loves to mess with all the guests staying at the hotel. He'll be the one to turn your lights on and off, mess with all your electronics, and mess with your TV channels if you're trying to watch TV. And I believe they said Peg Leg Johnny likes to roam around on the third floor, but don't quote me on that. I didn't know you could live at the Congress Hotel. Way back when there was people who, like, lived there. Oh, like, quote-unquote. Yeah, like... I'm not sure if they, like, rented out a room, but... Hmm. Yeah. So, the next one, kind of... I was very shocked by when I was doing research of all the ghost sightings. Because I didn't even know this at all. But Dr. H.H. Holmes was America's first serial killer. He was known to hang out around the lobby of the Congress Plaza in search of his next victim. 
Wasn't he out of Chicago too? I believe so. Um, interesting. Uh, I think Lexi's doing some research right now. But now they say his ghosts um, kind of wander around the lobby looking for the victim. He's from New Hampshire. Okay. But yeah, he used to hang around the lobby of the Congress Plaza. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's kind of scary. Yeah. (laughs) So the next one I'm going to talk about is not really a ghost per se. Well, it does talk about a ghost, but the most haunted room in this whole hotel, which I'm guessing you guys are probably curious if there is one, and there is. It's called Room 441. And if you were to stay in room 441, there is a female ghost that stands at the end of your bed and starts kicking the bed and pulls, like, yanks your sheets off and will just, like, mess with you while you're sleeping until you wake up. I'm sorry, but that's a big N-O for me, so... Yeah. I gotta go. There has been so many reports of guests running to the lobby after having booked the night into four, room 411. That? Did they still have it available? Yes. The only thing is, when I was there, so I went and stayed at the Congress Plaza Hotel in July of 2021, and I'll deep dive into that after I'm done talking about all the ghosts. But I did walk past... The room, 441. They don't have the regular room number on it because somebody ripped it off. I'm guessing for, like, souvenir-wise. And so they have it, like, on this weird post-it note. It's, like, creepy-looking. And the other thing is, when you're walking around that hotel, you just feel this, like, heavy feeling. Especially by that room. It was just, like, you felt like you couldn't breathe and I just had to get out of there. I took a picture of it, and then I left. Oh. Yeah. Definitely weird vibes by that room. Weird vibes. That sounds like it. That's creepy that they have a post-it note. Like, And it's right by a stairwell, so it's, like, kind of right on a corner, which... I'll talk about the stairwells and everything in a little bit. So I'm just going to leave you with some thoughts on that. (laughs) All right. So the next ghost is the little ghost boy. And I think this one might be the one that's talked about the most. And little ghost boy is spotted on the 12th floor. And his name is Carl Langer. And the story is that his mother was upset about some immigration status. Um, They were from Prague and they moved to the United States and they were staying at the Congress. She became troubled and I think she had some other issues going on and she threw him and his brother out the window on the 12th floor and then she jumped herself. Oh wow okay. The news barely covered the death of the two little boys and if they did they talked about his brother more 
And the other thing is they never found Carl's body. They never brought it to the morgue. I don't like that. So that is why they say he still is there and haunting the 12th floor. Order shoved him in a wall or something. I don't know. Because she she jumped out the window after she threw them out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's really weird. And he is also a ghost that's known to cause a little bit of mischief. But his favorite thing to do is just rearrange the furniture all around the hotel. But he mainly stays up on the 12th floor. And one story I have about um, Carl here is one night a security guard that's been working at the Congress for 30 years, and I believe still works there, got a call that there was a little boy running around on the 12th floor making so much noise it was bothering all the guests. And the security guard went up to the 12th floor to find a little boy standing at the end of the hallway, just smiling at him. He had some tattered clothes on. It was a little bit outdated clothes, but the guard didn't really notice that at first. And the security guard said, you're not supposed to be up here. What are you doing? And the little boy just smiled and slowly faded away before his eyes. And after that, the security guard said, I believe in ghosts now. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) Another thing. Yeah, that is so creepy. Like if you were to see him. I would cry if like I saw someone there and then disappeared. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Another thing about the 12th floor is there it's only from the 11th to the 12th the staircase is a little bit different and there's an arch right when you are walking up to the 12th floor there's a little bit of an arch on the ceiling they say if you stand right under that arch and you're looking down the stairs you can feel the mother of carl you can feel her hands on your back trying to push you down the stairs So that's creepy. (laughs) She wants, oh, that's like, she has malicious intentions then. Yeah. I took a picture of the arch, but I did not walk up the stairs and I did not go on the 12th floor. I was too scared. (laughs) Well, I don't blame you. I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the 12th floor. There's so much going on on the 12th floor. But there is also a sealed room, and this has to do with the room that Carl, his brother, and his mom stayed in. I think it's 1252 is the room number. They sealed the entire room and took the doorknob off. So it just looks like this blank door. Still there. But they sealed it so no ghosts can get out, they said. Very creepy. If You, you can look that up on Google. Yeah, that's it weird. Looks, the fact that they went so to, scary. like, 
the actual extent of sealing the door. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So next, I'm going to talk about the ballrooms. And I'm so mad that I couldn't find the ballrooms myself. I don't know if they were locked or they were hidden somewhere. This whole hotel is like a big maze. It's so interesting and confusing at the same time. But one of the ballrooms called the Gold Room, if you were to walk in there, they say the Gold Room is haunted by a woman in old Victorian clothing and she likes to show up in your photos. And the Gold Room... The Gold Room is also known for putting on weddings. Like, a lot of people have their weddings in there or receptions. So, the photos are taken in there a lot. It's a huge ballroom. And people said, like, in their wedding photos, there's always that random woman in there that they don't know who she is. And it's the ghost woman. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, that. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. I wonder where she's, like, why she's still there, though. Like, what's her story? Mm -hmm. I couldn't find too much about her story at all or her background or why she stays only in the gold room. But the other ballroom, the Floridian room, used to be known as a roller rink. And there are stories that if you step into the ballroom alone, you can hear whispers, see orbs, hear organ music playing if you're standing like outside the doors. And you can hear the sound of roller skates on wooden floor. They're just trying to make a little bit of music while they're dead. Mm-hmm. And it's a one-hit wonder. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find that ballroom so bad because I've heard so many reports of the roller skates on wood sound when you walk in there, and I could not find it. That was the one thing that I did not get to see when I was there. But it's also rumored that the piano plays by itself as well. Hmm. So, very interesting. And there have been 13 more recorded deaths that have happened inside the hotel throughout the years. That number is not a good number. I don't like that number. (laughs) Yeah. And they don't name the room numbers, of course. They just tell you, I didn't say what was happening um, to all those 13 people because they are pretty, pretty bad. Um, And it is a lot to go through. But they don't tell you what the room numbers are where all that happens. So you'll never know. Mm -hmm. And all this has happened a while ago. Nothing has happened in there recently, obviously. But makes it super spooky for sure. I'd say so myself, too. Wow. That. Okay, so random little theory to go off here. What if that lady that's in the gold room is from the Chicago Fire? Because the Chicago Fire happened in 1871. 
and it basically wiped out Chicago, and they built this hotel in 1893. Hmm. So I wonder if she got burnt alive in that fire exactly where they built the Congress Hotel. Interesting. That is something to think about. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Just started yeah. thinking when you said that. I was like, wait a minute, didn't the Chicago fire happen? Yeah. So, I, so like I said, I stayed at this hotel back in July of 2021. It was like a three night stay. I went, you know, just to see Chicago and stayed right on the Michigan Ave. And I didn't, but right when I booked it, I didn't know it was haunted until maybe a couple of days before I left. And then I was trying to look up like what the rooms look like, if there's a pool, that kind of thing. And the first Google search that comes up says haunted. Turns out it's the most haunted place in the state of Illinois. And I was like, okay, well, obviously this whole weekend is going to be dedicated to ghost hunting now. <laughs> well, it has to be. Yeah. So I, oh, I just wish I could present a little PowerPoint for you listeners right now. But just to show you pictures, I would say Google it. Google what everything looks like. The lobby is beautiful. It's big and elegant. There is very fancy elevators. And there's two different kinds of elevators. One that goes to the South Tower and one that goes to the North Tower. Another thing I want to add is there is another tiny little building that's kind of built onto the hotel, which is the Buckingham Wing. I believe it's called. And that's like the newest part of it. Hmm. I don't believe that connects to the North and South Towers. You have to access that differently through a staircase. But the weird things that happened with us. So I think we stayed on the ninth floor in the North Tower, if I remember right. The weird things that I noticed about this hotel was our room was fine. I didn't experience too much ghost stuff. However, we had water always on our bathroom floor. Even if we didn't shower, we would, we walked in there, there was water on our bathroom floor. And our bathroom was, you know, very, fairly small, but we wiped it up hanging out, walk in there. Did you spill water in here? Did you just take a shower? No, no. Okay. Wipe it up. It's like somebody took a shower that has long hair and then just started walking out of the shower. No towel, anything. And it was just constantly on our bathroom floor, always wet. So that was just like kind of strange to us. Yeah, I don't think that was, yeah. (laughs) It was probably you had a friendly ghost there that just wanted to be extra clean. That was the only thing that I was like, hmm, weird. (laughs) So during our ghost hunt, we did visit the fourth floor and we saw the room 
441. One thing I will say when we were walking around the hotel, going up and down the staircases, riding elevators, and walking through the hallways is it is like a maze. The hallways, not all the hallways are straight. You would think like a normal hotel is. And you would think it'd be like a square to connect the towers, but it's not. It's very, you could get lost. Like I was getting lost on the eighth floor and I was started freaking out because we were the only ones there too. Which was weird because we went during a very busy weekend in Chicago and there were so many people downstairs in the lobby, but we would walk into a staircase. We would go up the stairs. You could hear your voice echo all the way up the floors and all the way down. Big white staircase, big white banisters. And there was two heavy doors on the each side of the stairwell. Walk through the heavy door to the hallway. Would shut behind you. Silence. You can hear your own heartbeat. It's the weirdest thing. It was like... I can't even explain it how weird it was. It was so silent. And you're walking, trying to find the room. And you can just feel just the energy around you too. That's all I can explain it as. I wonder if there's a lot more deaths that they just haven't really talked about. um, Or something evil is lurking there. Because... I don't know usually like when you go into hotels you feel like welcomed but sometimes like you go into those really weird hotels and it just feels like you said very heavy mm-hmm. and it and it places it felt heavy but in other places not so much heavy but just so much like it was weirdly silent and the Elevators were different on each compared to, like, the North and the South Tower. The staircases were different everywhere you went. There was a different staircase. Like, you'd think they would all be unison looking. No. They all look different. They're all different shapes. They're all going different ways. There was one staircase. It's, like, half halfway you're going up the stairs. It's, like, granite and beautiful. The other half, wooden, completely falling apart or, like, stones concrete it's just weird it's like puzzle piece together from old history to like new renovation hmm maybe some people are mad about that i feel like usually like when ghosts. You... yeah like the ghosts mm-hmm. yeah one other thing i will say about our ghost in adventures is i believe we were on the fourth floor And we did find other weird rooms that were closed off, sealed up. And we found a wooden door that had the doorknob off and newspaper, like, over a glass window. It was, like, all newspapered up. Like, you couldn't see inside. That's creepy. Yeah. So, right after we saw that, we snapped a picture and left. (laughs) <laughs> we got off of the fourth floor we were like no we're gonna go back to our floor um yeah 
And the last day we were there, I was like, I want to find the ballroom. I want to find the ballroom. So we go up the stairs to the second floor. And the second floor is like, oh, was it? Okay. Uh, Yes, I believe it was the second floor. It was like all carpeted and it had this big like open area where there were like couches and you could kind of hang out like a kind of little common area. And there was a piano as well where the elevators were. So we're walking around the second floor and I don't even know how we found it, but there was these escalators abandoned not moving, old-looking escalators. So we walk down the escalators, because I'm thinking, okay, ballroom, probably somewhere on the first floor, but we were on the second floor, so walk down the escalators, and we're in a room full of mirrors. What? They just have a casual room of mirrors? Yes, it was dark, too. It was like, no lights were on, the only lights that we could see were like, the sunlight coming from the windows and there was one wooden door in front of us and I walked up to the wooden door jiggled it because I thought it was the ballroom possibly but it was locked and I took a video of all this and I was like where are we how did we even get here how do we get back it was the strangest experience that's <laughs> I don't think I have like any words for that. Yeah. It it was just crazy. It was the I definitely want to go back. Like I'll say that right now. It was so interesting. If you want to ghost hunt or if you want to just like check out a maze-like hotel and adventure around it, this is the hotel. And I think that is all I'm going to say. I could talk about this hotel probably. I, I know it, it sounds really interesting. Um, <laughs> everything that you've just said, that was a lot of information. And it was good <laughs> information. Like that's the thing. Like that I like those stories. Those are good stories. Mm-hmm. And they're true. Yes. And you heard it from me. I usually get really freaked out if I'm staying somewhere haunted and I have to stay up all night, but I slept fine every single night, so you can sleep there just fine. I think it's just a really good place to check out an adventure. So if you're ever in Chicago, you'd know where to go. Okie pokie. So to <laughs> move on to the last part of our episode for this lovely evening. We are going to be talking about the Drake Hotel. Um, So the Drake Hotel came to life when John B. Drake and Tracy Corey Drake financed the project in 1919. Um, The doors of the Drake Hotel opened on New Year's Eve the following year, 1920. Wow. I know. To be alive in the 1920s. That just seems like a fun era to visit. I don't know if I want to live in the 1920s. It just seems (laughs) fun to visit. Um, To 2,000 of Chicago's most distinguished citizens, 
now. Um, so I have three stories. Um, so the first one is actually from the night that the hotel opened. Um, so this story involves a woman in red uh, from New Year's Eve. She was at the gala and a woman in a bright red dress was in attendance and found her husband cheating on her in the hotel. Oh, no. She then jumped from the top of the hotel to her death, and she's often most seen jumping from the 10th floor, which is, like, the top of the hotel. What? I've heard, like, of people saying, oh, the lady in red is at the Drake Hotel, but I did not hear the backstory on it. I can't believe she's been there since the night it opened. Yeah, I mean... First of all, I don't know. Why would you? I just feel so bad for that woman. Like, you found your husband cheating on you and your response is to jump. A lot of people were jumping out windows back then, apparently. Yeah, I guess it was a popular thing. (laughs) That was kind of mean to say. Anyways, another uh, popular entity is the woman in black. This woman murdered Adele Bourne Williams in 1944. Adele was a guest at the Drake Hotel and was also a, re- was also a renowned socialite. Ooh. She was the wife of a well-known State Department um, man. <laughs> she decided <Man>. to... <laughs> Some like, famous man. <laughs> Some famous man. Um... She decided to head back to her room with her daughter, and it was at this point that a middle-aged woman who had gray hair began shooting at them. What? The woman is said to be wearing a Persian lamb coat, and the coat was black. Many people saw this woman flee the scene. However, the case remains unsolved. Wow. Yeah. Um... To make this case even weirder, the weapon that was used to shoot Miss Williams was found a week later. It was reported missing to the room that had been... It was It was found on a staircase that police had searched several times. Plus, the spare key that was reported missing to the room had been returned back to the front desk. No one knows how the key had gotten to the back... No one knows how the key had gotten back to the front desk or how the... Gun had gotten on the stairs. I'm sorry, guys. For some reason, I cannot talk tonight. (laughs) So they searched the stairs, and all of a sudden, the gun just appeared? Yep. And the key appeared back where it should be. Yep. And Yeah, and the case is still unsolved to this day. And the Mm -hmm. lady that that did all the shooting is reportedly the one that's been seen, not not Adele and her daughter. So, is the woman in black the woman who committed this, or? Yeah, the woman in black is the one that shot, um, (laughs) that did all the murdering, sadly, and she, obviously she's dead now, but, because she keeps coming back. And haunting it. Yeah, so she has some unresolved issues that she gets to deal with in the afterlife now, I guess. 
Um, okay. I don't know. So, this is the most commonly known story. And this is a story of Bobby Franks. It's actually a very sad story. Um, this hotel has a lot of tragedy to it. So, Bobby had been kidnapped and murdered, and Bobby was brutally beaten until he died. Mm-hmm. At the time, Bobby was only 15 years old, um, and he was murdered and kidnapped by his own cousin. What? Yeah. That's horrible. Oh, my goodness. I know. You think you're you're safe with your family members, but I guess not anymore. The name of his cousin was Richard Lebo. He had an accomplice named Nathan Leopold. Okay, so the names, I'm not kidding you, it is L-E-O-B, and then Le- and then Nathan's as L-E-O-P-O-L-D. Very close, but not the same. Nope. So this happened in 1924. Um, the two people had stated that they did this crime for the thrill of it. They also wanted to see if they could get away with crime. This was the case of the century, and there were many reports about it. In this case, made um, headlines. It is said that the Frank family had left their home so they would avoid being gawked at. Um, The family had to move to the Drake Hotel, and this is where they would spend the rest of their lives, including the afterlife. The father had died of a heart attack in the sweet hotel in 1928, and the mother died in the hotel as well as a mere nine years later after her son's death. It's said you'll see these two wandering around at the hotel, and it seems they're mourning of their loss of their son and still grieving. Oh my goodness. I can't believe they said they did that for the thrill and see if they wanted to get away with crime. That is horrible. I think it's amazing that they caught them back in 1924. First of all, yeah, that part... But second, why kill your cousin who's 15? Yeah, that's just... What did he do to you? Horrible. But, um, as you can see, this hotel has had uh, its fair amount of murder in it. And people tend to hang around when there's a lot of other people. So they're probably gathering and... Well, Bobby's parents are still looking for him. Not even, not that they're still looking for him, but like, I mean, they could be now in the afterlife and that's why they're grieving yet. Yeah. Has there been any reports of a certain haunted floor or room that's like the most haunted that you should stay away from? I don't think so. No, um... It didn't, there wasn't really, like, a whole lot of information. They just kind of gave me these stories, and I had to find um, when the hotel was built and stuff. Uh, but there's, it's kind of, like, a hit or miss, though, I noticed, because some of the stories seem to be written by people that, <laughs> yeah. like, like, this cannot be true. Like, mm-hmm. that makes no sense at all. 
like that one makes made up but so there was that on top of this so I picked like the ones that made the most sense um in these stories it's kind of more of like some people's opinions with some of the stories about this hotel yeah that would make sense I think we should book a trip to Chicago, stay at the Congress and the Drake, since they're right next to each other, basically. Are they? They're close. They're not right I think they're close. I don't think the Drake is on Michigan Avenue. They're very close. They're at least a couple blocks away. Yeah, I know they're... It's on Walton P.L., Plaza. Okay. I don't know what. I only know my rights and lefts. I don't know road names. <laughs> I barely know my rights and lefts. Yes. It's kind of. I will say though, like, the Drake Hotel really reminds me of the Cecil Hotel, um, especially because oh. mm-hmm. it has that red sign above it, and it's like an old brick building. Same with the Congress. The Congress has a red. Yes. That's creepy. Yes. Creepy. Yes. Google these places if you want to see some pictures. I wish I could do a whole presentation photo thing for you guys. But you can't see us. (laughs) Nope. Maybe one day. Maybe one day if we get like a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, though. So, if any of our listeners have stayed at the Congress Plaza Hotel or the Drake Hotel in Chicago, Illinois, please let us know. And let us know if you've seen any ghosts or had any spooky happenings. Yes, write in or tell us. Or if you want to join us on the podcast, let us know. We would be more than happy to share people's stories, even if it was a ghost. <laughs> yes, we would love to have any kind of guest speaker. And some new news for our podcast here. We might be getting a website. Yep. Yep, we might get a website and a Facebook page up enrolling um within the next couple weeks we already got that instagram page up so it'll work out well yes and if you don't know what our instagram is you can follow us at survive underscore with underscore sophie underscore and underscore lexi yes and our gmail address is Survived with Sophie and Lexi at gmail.com. Yes. I feel like I'm quizzing Lexi every single time. I know. Like, when you asked me the Instagram name, I was like, oh, sh- noodles. I forgot it. <laughs> I, I phrased myself out there. <laughs> You're like, what is the Instagram name again? I'm like, I know there's a bunch of, like, underscores on it, but what is it called? Yes. Well, if you liked our survived a ghost part two don't worry i don't think we're gonna get rid of this because i love these (laughs) yeah i i think it's nice to talk about 
um something else yeah instead of sad well some of them are sad but (laughs) most of our stories are like exciting because we have survivors about ours but anyways sorry going off topic there (laughs) but yes we'll be trying to do this at least once a month and if you have any ghostly stories or places you'd like us to talk about write in let us know yep let us know we're more than happy to listen to you guys because that's what we're here for (laughs) all right well i hope you guys join us next time till then this has been survived with sophie and lexi bye Bye. Tune in next week.